HRN listeners. As we celebrate our 15th year, we are deepening our commitment to giving voice to the next generation of food system storytellers, and we need your help. Our internship and fellowship programs help activate new possibilities for underrepresented and underestimated young people through experiential journalism, audio engineering, and production training. Through these unique programs, HRN helps food equity stewards build essential workforce readiness skills that expand their potential and foster economic mobility. Please consider supporting these critical programs. And with a minimum donation, you can be entered to win a dinner for two at an amazing restaurant in one of eight cities and tickets to a concert at a great venue in one of those cities. We have incredible partners across the country who have donated as they also share our passion for helping to educate the next generation of food system storytellers. Check out heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. That's heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. And make sure you donate before March 31st. Thank you. This piece was brought to you by Roberta's, robertaspizza.com. You're listening to Heritage Radio Network, broadcasting live from Bushwick, Brooklyn. If you like this program, visit heritageradionetwork.org for thousands more. Another day in paradise. And when I say paradise, I mean Bushwick, Brooklyn, here streaming live from the back of Roberta's on the Heritage Radio Network. Hi, Judy. Hi, Mike. I feel so <laughs> lost and weird without headphones, but I kind of like it. Um, so is there, is there is like a tape playing that Judy sucks in the background? <laughs> because I wouldn't know. <laughs> it's very liberating, isn't it? It is kind of liberating. Here in our modern recording facilities here at Heritage Radio in our clubhouse. Well, Mike, I have to tell you, the most important news of the week is that I'm having a gentrification, a big fat gentrification tag sale next Saturday, May 24th. Me and all my neighbors are being evicted, so we're selling all our crap on the street. This is this is reality. This is the harsh this reality. This is the new Williamsburg. Is, yeah. So uh, how's, how's that been going, by the way? I know you're on your way to Jackson Heights, the last outpost. Yes, uh, hopefully, uh, now that I've bribed the management company, they'll look at our application and we'll get in. But, um, but you're, you're going to be a have. I'm going to be a have. <laughs> um, but we're having this tag sale, so you can buy all my used crap at 234 North 11th Street we- between Roebling and Union in beautiful Williamsburg. Um, we're going to have a kitten selfie booth because my friends do animal <laughs> rescue. And every time they do it, you know, they'll adopt out like one cat, but then a billion hipsters will want their jackass picture taken with the kitten. <laughs> so I'm like, you have to monetize this shit. We're going to make a booth. We're going to charge these idiots like three bucks to get their pictures taken with a kitten, not have any change. So they'll end up giving like five, but it all goes to the kittens. So it's a win-win. They can feel good about themselves and have a picture with the kitten. That sounds right. How do I get my cat Jeepster in on this action? Cause, cause, you only <laughs> no. You can come and adopt a new kitten, a new little sister. Yeah, I'm too busy pimping the one I've got. 
Cubster's cute, but he's not a little kitten. Anyway, we have an ex- speaking, speaking of, of kittens. kittens. <laughs> <laughs> Last time we saw our friend Lux, well, I saw our friend Lux was kitten day, and boy, was I stoned. That was a good day. Hi, Lux. Hi, yeah, that was so fun. And and now I have a kitten of my own. Oh, the cutest kitten with a little peg leg. Yes, yeah. She um when she was in utero, the umbilical cord got wrapped around the, one of her back legs, so her foot oh. didn't fully develop. So she's just got the back pad, which is good because. She she can run and jump and all this, and the vet was like, oh, if she didn't have a foot at all, they might have to amputate the leg, because otherwise it would get irritated. But she's got the pad protection. She's just missing a bunch of toes, and so she's a little pirate. She's a oh. pirate with herpes, as yeah, we Yeah, yes. Out. You can imagine that no Evan's shame. playing crying, mewing kitten sounds, <laughs> if you like, Judy. But- Okay, I can't this, hear this, anything. And this was a com- This was going to be our comedy show. I know, but a cute. The kid, if you watch her videos on, um, she has. The yeah, she has, has an Instagram page. She has Instagram and Twitter. On both of them, she's Shoko S H O K O the Pirate. <laughs> Shoko the Pirate on Twitter and Instagram. The cutest little animal on three feet. I feel like I really haven't been optimizing the cuteness of my cat properly. No, well, um, well. You know, I got this cat, and I was like, I have a cat. I mean, I don't even want to say she's disabled, because it doesn't really hold she's her back. She's differently abled. She's differently abled. <laughs> um, but I was like, but the internet loves, A, cute cats, and it loves cats that are deformed. This is your gravy train, I Lux. know. I'm like, this cat, like, I don't want a freeloading cat. This cat needs to be, like, pulling in money off of, <laughs> off of its congenital birth defect. <laughs> well, we have two other guests here. We, we don't know their cat status yet. Um, <laughs> Jessica, Jessica Delfino and Micah Sherman, welcome. Hi. Hello, and thank you for having me on this program. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for coming. Micah's a comedian, musician um, at the pit every Saturday night. And Jessica is somewhere every single night. She's at the Chicks and Giggles thing on oh, yeah, Sunday night. Tonight. Oh, yeah. yeah, it is tonight. Yep. Duh. Chicks but, and Giggles reunion. But they're both part of the upcoming Funny Song Fest. The New York Funny Songs Fest, yes. Very excited about it. I agree. uh, (laughs) (laughs) New York City's only comedy, parody, and novelty music festival. So we're pretty excited. I feel like there aren't enough funny songs anymore. I feel like in my youth there were a lot. The novelty song, I don't know what the golden age of the novelty song would have been, but we were talking about, when we were growing up, we had Dr. Demento, who was really perpetrating this stuff. Dr. Demento kind of led to Weird Al. And yeah, has, who's really really funny, and yeah, those yeah, videos are like pretty spot on and terrific. I feel like we're even uh, King Tut was a big hit for Steve Martin. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. they're actually comedy records themselves. Now they used to go out and buy. Yeah. Now it's really just like the Lonely Island. The Lonely like Island, the big Tenacious one. D, a little bit. Sarah yeah. Silverman had a couple yeah. kind of hits, but Flight of the Concords is a band. Flight of the Concords yes. is one. Stephen Lynch yeah. is a person who sings comedy songs. Yeah. Yeah, he did I just think that. maybe you've fallen out of touch. Or maybe I just superannuated my, my way out of touch with YouTube brought just a lot thing. of you know comedic musicians back into the the world. I think it made it gave yeah, a kind Justin of a Bieber, yep. um, <laughs> Miley yeah. Cyrus is a good one. Very, oh, she's hilarious! She's very funny, very funny. Well, why don't we start off by hearing a song from Jessica? I think we should. Let's hear a song from Jessica. So, what are we uh, going to hear? I've been working on this folk song that I, I'm trying to get back to my roots, my folk roots. I grew up in Maine, and so Joni Mitchell and I wrote this song together, and it goes something like this. She's funny. Oh, she's hilarious. <laughs> what makes the stars all twinkle and shine? What's the difference between a pancake and a crepe? What makes Ryan Gosling so very 
conundrums like this, they amaze and astound. Oh, the world is a wondrous, mysterious place. So many questions abound. This is a short one. What makes this stuff in frogs' asses make you trip? What's the difference between a bodega and a store? That their God gave us So many questions abound Last verse I think it's neat When folks worship spirits It's goth And it's hip And that's cool But there's a vast difference Between being holy And having a whole Mysterious place, so many questions abound. All right. Yeah. Is there the sound of applause playing? And yes, and the kittens, <laughs> and the kittens mewing. <laughs> That was good. I mean, it's no Victor Borgia, right, Mike? But uh, we call him Shecky around here. Okay, you sound you sound like Joni Mitchell. I never realized that. Uh, Joni Mitchell and I have been writing together for a long time. Yeah. She doesn't know it, but um, we have we have yeah. You've been channeling her. Well, we have, uh, yeah. we have uh, one of your songs Love queued up. What are we going to hear as your contribution to this? Oh, you want to you hear it? Yeah, yeah, let's give it a twirl. Okay. Tell us what we're going to hear. Yeah, I, uh, I play uh, in a comedy duo with Mike Kaplan. We're called Mike Kaplan and Micah Sherman. And uh, we're actually going to uh, drop a mixtape uh, this Saturday at Union Hall at 930 if Not you want to. Saturday. No, next no, it's Saturday. it's next Saturday. Yeah. That is next That's Saturday. That's part of the oh. funny film yeah. fest. Today's Sunday, right? Yes. Next Saturday. It's next Saturday? No. There's another weekend. Memorial Day weekend's next weekend, right? And then it's the weekend after. And then after that, we can wear white shoes. What day is it? <laughs> God, help me. I need to get a job. At some Saturday in the future, there will be weekends. a mixtape party at Union mm-hmm. Hall. It'll be it's Saturday the 25th, it's right? It's May 31st. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> what is May 25th? Is that Memorial Day? Memorial Day. Oh, man, I got weekend. big plans Memorial Day, you guys. All right, so uh, this is the, uh, the first track. Uh, off of our um, mixtape called the Micah Mike Mega Mixtape. Um, it's sort of like an uplifting song to uh, help you through um, downtimes. <laughs> Never fear, there's nothing to fear except death and pain. Never fear, there's nothing to fear except death, death and pain. And loneliness and heartache And losing your best friend to AIDS Or prostate cancer Or diabetes Type 1 or 2 or AIDS Or someone breaking into your house While you're sleeping And stealing your baby right out of his crib 
And then returning it All messed up With AIDS So have no fear There's nothing to fear Except AIDS Do we make that clear? We're really scared Of AIDS We're really scared of AIDS But fortunately There's lots of treatment And preventative education Except in Africa Where there's lots of less of that And lots more of AIDS So have no fear There's nothing to fear Except for fear itself of AIDS Or maybe to have our children be stolen And sold into some sort of sadistic sexual Sudanese slavery ring Where they're consistently coerced into non-consensual coitus Continually contracting AIDS How can you bring children into a world where this is possible? How can you be so cavalier? Now we both understand That's not how HIV works It's just part of this irrational fear Our girlfriends have told us We're afraid of commitment And we're using this issue as an excuse So have no fear There's nothing to fear Except marriage and child abuse Or falling in love with the wrong woman or childhood AIDS we're not afraid to commit we're committed to being afraid of relationships count like in the movie um wolf of wall street how many times the word the, the can we swear on this show? yeah yeah how many times the word fuck was uttered on wolf of wall street so like did anyone ever count how many times the word aids was used in that song micah um yeah it's about um uh 40 hundred and eleventy <laughs> <laughs> well eleventy that's my lucky number so i guess you're of the school that if it's funny then it's okay to say anything uh if it's funny we can get away with it yeah, you can say, I mean, you, even if it's not funny, you can say whatever you want. I'm not so sure about that. What do we think about uh, Joan Rivers' joke about the, the, the uh, kidnapped Ohio people and her refusal to apologize? Um, I love I, Joan Rivers I so much. I didn't hear her joke, but... I actually didn't remember hearing the joke. I heard about the hubbub, but I didn't hear yeah. the joke. That's the, jo- the internet for you. Yeah. You hear about like the outrage, right. but... Yeah. I have no idea what you she said. I, I assure you guys, you can say whatever the fuck you want to say. That's true. Uh, except I'm going to kill the president and there's a fire in this theater. Um, <laughs> yeah, well, you know, I mean, I come from that. If it was funny, you could always say it, but invariably someone's going to make a racist joke and there's going to be some sort of outrage or you're going to do a song about you know, child's think... AIDS and someone's going to be outraged. I think it sucks that you have, to move, you have to move into the era where everyone else lives. Like Joan Rivers has been living in her own little world and her bubble for, you know, a hundred years now was she 102 this year mm-hmm. and you know she's now she has to all of a sudden change and go in you know from the era she was living in into this new era and my grandfather 
Kalohoro Rizzo, sailor, <laughs> sailor slash big mouth. You know, I grew up, to, you know, hearing him talk about like women's whose pussies he was going to eat and all this crazy shit. And that was like the era that he was from and the, the life that he was from, you know. And also, she doesn't have to change anything that she's doing. If she has an audience and people find it funny, then fine. Some people don't find it funny. Don't listen to Joan Rivers. Don't go to she Joan and, Rivers. She and her so. fans are going to die soon anyways. And they're not because like gay men in their 20s love her. So how about we all take our sticks out of our bottoms and just talk to each other? Yeah, I, I am of the opinion you can kind of say whatever you want. You have to recognize that some people might not find it funny and just be able to be like, well, fuck them um i don't i like horribly offensive things but i also hang out with comedians um although it was funny i was talking to someone who is a writer for one of the late night shows and they were saying they like did an aids joke and then they were like oh and it just sort of killed the vibe and we just realized that you can't do anything after that well you also like a lot of people like when you make like an aids joke or something it it has to be extra funny. It has to be really funny. Like this girl in Rockaway who had the domestic violence themed hotel. She says it was just a joke, but a joke should be funny. And like that, sleeping the, in the Chris Brown bunk, there's really nothing funny about yeah. that. Was that the Tempora House, the home for lightly battered women? Oh. <laughs> yeah, yes, no. Yeah. I, I appreciate Crickets. it. I, I, Crickets. I, you got to chuckle out of me. Oh, I, it, it took me a second. Sorry. <laughs> so, well, I, you're. You're doing a show this uh, week coming up, Lux? I so am. Tell us about it. I am. And actually, there will probably be some mentions of AIDS during my show. Uh, so I used to, in a former life, I worked with teenagers as a sex educator. And because of that, I have a lot of god-awful uh, sex ed movies. And some good sex ed movies, but a lot of them are from the 90s. So they're just hilarious by that fact alone. Oh, honey, um, I wish you had the ones we saw. <laughs> oh, I have some older ones, too. But, yeah, but I, uh, I do this show, The Wonderful World of Boning, which will be 8 p.m. Wednesday at Union Hall. And it's me, and I get two comedians. So this time it's going to be Hallie Kiefer and Joey Gay. And we do sort of an MST3K for these. We screen them. Uh, we make fun of them and talk about Talk about sex ed. Um, so there's definitely one that I'm showing where a dude gets chlamydia. Mm. Or maybe it's gonorrhea. I think he gets chlamydia, but he gets one of the curable ones. Do you guys have, like, Monistat 7 as a sponsor? You should talk to them about uh, that. <laughs> oh, I do need to talk to them. Monistat 7 is such an old reference. I think they went down to 3 and 1. <laughs> <laughs> no, but they still make the 7-day one because if you're cheap... Yeah, it's right. Like, that's the one that's like three dollars now. You can yeah, go to Sam's Club and get a Monistat Twenty Eight if you're. Uh, <laughs> if all, you're very vi- yeasty. all valuable information for the arts and seizures listening audience. I'm sure. Tell you what, why don't we take a quick break? I thought maybe we'd go back, way back to the days of Doctor uh, Demento and an all time favorite. While we, uh, while the pizza's coming in, I hope. So, Evan, why don't you twirl uh, Napoleon the Fourteenth, and we'll be right back here on Arts and Seizures. Remember when you ran away and I got on my knees and begged you not to leave because I go berserk? Well, you left me anyhow and then the days got worse and worse and now you see I've gone completely out of my mind. And they're coming to take me away, haha, they're coming to take me away, ho ho, hee hee, haha, to the funny farm where life is beautiful all the time and I'll be happy to see those nice young men in their clean white coats and they're coming to take me away, You thought it was a joke, and so you laughed. You laughed when I had said that losing you would make me flip my lid. 
right? You know you laughed, I heard you laugh. You laughed, you laughed and laughed and then you left. But now you know I'm utterly mad. And they're coming to take me away, ha-ha. They're coming to take me away, ho-ho, hee-hee, ha-ha. To the happy home with trees and flowers and chirping birds and basket weavers who sit and smile and twiddle their thumbs and toes and they're coming to take me away, ha-ha. I cooked your food, I cleaned your house, and this is how you pay me back for all my kind, unselfish, loving deeds, ha-ha. Well, you just wait. They'll find you yet. And when they do, they'll put you in the ASPCA, you mangy mutt. And they're coming to take me away. <laughs> My name is Brandon Boy, co-owner of Roberta's, a super-duper awesome place. Roberta's is a very, 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 very proud sponsor of the Heritage Radio Network. We're also super awesome. Thank you, Heritage. And we're back. So, Jessica, you actually met Dr. Demento. I did. I went, went, I went to L.A. a couple weeks ago, and I did a little interview for the Dr. Demento documentary coming out, which is called Under the Smogberry Tree. Oh, so it's really is like a documentary. It's a Dr. Demento. I appreciated that. Yes. Yeah. yes. <laughs> Let's get on top of it, guys, and start laughing. <laughs> <laughs> and um, it, it was a really cool experience. I had a couple of my songs on this show. Um, not on the radio show, but on the internet version. But, but I've that, been that's, that's incredible. I mean, I loved the Doctor Demento show yeah, when I was growing up. I love it too. And um, you know, and forgive uh, for, forgive me because yeah, I am old. But to me, that was the golden that age because there was just so much stuff coming out. It wasn't television based. It was just out of context. Yeah. Just like kooky people putting out things on forty five RPM records. It was really special. It was a really special show. And I remember listening to it for the first time when I was about five. My dad let me, you know, play poker with the guys that night, and I had my jokers, and I was like playing. You know, poker, and we were listening to all the songs on on this show. And I remember being like, "It's the Doctor Demento show." And just... you're cheating at poker with your dad's friends. <laughs> <laughs> I was using the jokers. I was playing kid poker. You know, you know, you did it. No, I have no idea what you're talking yeah. about. Yeah. Taking old men Never for their money. It's called. <laughs> <laughs> well, what was he like? He was, was he a laugh riot? Or he was really sweet. I mean, he's older now, so you know, he's like he's he's. Older, so he's talking about health issues a lot and things of that nature. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Prostate cancer, hilarious. <laughs> well, his his wife is, you know, she she was not really doing so well that day, so she was on her way to the doctor, and there were some things like that. But we had made an appointment to have this really nice lunch in Hollywood, and I was going to like take him out to lunch, and I was really excited. And he called me, and he got food poisoning. And he said, I can't make it to L.A., so please, will you maybe come to me? So I drove out to meet him in Long Beach, which was like about an hour away. And we ended up going to Panera's, which was <laughs> a, little, a little sad. But it was a really nice lunch. We had a great chat. We talked all, you know, I asked him all these questions about different performers. And he gave me a lot of gossip, you guys, a lot, of, which I can't share with like, you. Like real, because <laughs> co- the people who make comedy records are the filthiest uh, <laughs> people with the worst vices of all. I, I believe comedians it. in general are just kind of like we were saying, a little more. A little um, desensitized because they hear so much craziness Shit, from well, their friends and. Well, their I, friends. I used to work for Screw Magazine, and before that, I was a writer for Hustler Magazine. And it always your sense of reality was very warped. It's like, how far can we go? Mm-hmm. And I remember when we were doing um, the Manchurian Cocksucker, which was basically a photo montage of Hillary Clinton being bent over and 
force-fed yeah. a dildo by George Bush. And hot Bush. Hot <laughs> alert. George Bush. Well, you know, our basic MO was we had a big pile of uh, 8x10 black and white stills from gay pornos, and we just glue, <laughs> glue and paste our favorite politician's head. It's on there. And that year it was John Kerry and George Bush. That was Mission accomplished. Photoshop. I did want to play um, something far more innocent, though, by one of my favorite recording artists of all time, Dickie Goodman, um, Mr. Jaws. Yes, and this yes. And this was actually a hit. Where they would play it over Jaws. and over again. So I actually started to make a song like this recently. Uh, when I was a it's kid, so hard. I remember when I was a kid and I had my first uh, Panasonic uh, tape player, that yellow kind of bubbly, very modern looking thing. We'd always try to do jokes like this and stuff. <laughs> and the guy actually had a career making records like this. Can you play a little bit of Mr. Jaws for us, Evan, please? Um, this was the apex of comedy at the time. Mm-hmm. We are here on the beach where a giant shark has just eaten a girl swimmer. Well, Mr. Jaws, how was it? Ah! And what did she say when you grabbed her? Please, Mr. I know sharks are stupid, but what did you think when you took that first bite? Mr. Jaws, before you swim out to sea, have you anything else to say? With me now is the local sheriff. Sheriff Brody, the shark will be back for lunch. What do you intend to do? arriving is oceanographer Matt Hooper. Sir, if someone is attacked by a shark, what should they do? We are going aboard the fishing boat of... That was the great Dickie Goodman. Can you believe? I mean, that was not only his only hit. He had um, Mr. President and some gag about the energy crisis, and it was always the, the same format. And you know, they would play this like on WABC, WABC in New York, between <laughs> you know Three Dog Night and Creedence Clearwater Revival or whatever was happening Didn't at the time. Have, um... So long. Didn't he have the space one too? That's right. He had outer the, um, the um, outer space ones and the Earth versus the aliens and, and stuff. But um, you know what, what a crazy uh, way to make a record to make a living. Rap albums used to have uh, skits in them all the time too. Like up until uh, like the internet, up until people like started releasing mixtapes on the internet, people would listen to whole rap albums and the interstitials uh, would always be comedy skits featuring the. Uh, the rappers and their friends. Like that Lauren Hill record. That was a laugh. <laughs> Her little rap in between was not so funny. But I love doing that with my stuff, though. Like um, for my Christmas album I did, you had to call um, Santa's Santa's like workshop, and then he put you on hold, and all the songs were the hold music that were while you were on hold for Santa's <laughs> workshop. And it was really fun, and I, I love putting a little bit of that into the album. It just makes it fun. So you had another song that you wanted to uh, play for us. Uh, I believe you composed it on a rape whistle. Yeah, this is a song I wrote on my rape whistle because, <laughs> as we all know, rape whistles don't make very good weapons. So I figured if I wrote a good song on my rip- rape whistle, maybe my attacker would dance away. And um, Contrary to popular belief, rape whistles are always funny. <laughs> <laughs> so so this is a legitimate rape whistle. Um, it was written on a rape whistle, yeah, and I have it, we have it on, uh, queued up on the CD. Okay, good. Well, let's take a listen to this, and I guess we can talk about whether rape jokes are funny or not. <laughs> Evan, give it a twirl, please. You look angry and horny as hell. Are you mentally ill or did you just get out of jail? I'm assuming he's your target, but what do you know? Because I got this whistle and I'm ready to blow, so don't rape me. 
But I'm looking for a love that's going to last I got B.O., I haven't showered for days And it's quite possible that I got the big aid So Don't rape me Don't rape me Don't rape me Well, you hear about rape on the news and TV and the So what do you think, Ms. McGuire? I'm mortally offended <laughs> Jessica, get out of here now That's no, it I This totally... time you've done it, McGuire Booking these, totally these rape people You know, why would somebody want to write a song About how rapists are horrible I, I totally get it Rapists are misunderstood a lot of times no, I, 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 you know, I'm, not, I'm pretty uptight when it comes to rape jokes Because I kind of think they're usually Not funny but that 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 was fine. That was funny. <laughs> can I say something about funny. rape jokes? I stand by what I said. You can say anything you ever want to. We mm-hmm. have that right. There are certain words: rape, cunt, uh, the N word, retarded, retarded. Midget. These are like big turnoff words for large swaths of people. So even if a, even if a rape joke is like that's technically funny, if I could. Remove myself from the situation and not be reminded of the time that I was raped. Exactly, because what, like one in four people have been raped? Precisely. Mm-hmm. And I can't believe that in this day and age, people are still raping people, and we still have to say, hey, don't rape each other. I and feel, I, I will say, um, I, I'm okay with some rape jokes. I mean, for me, what it is, is... I'm not okay with jokes where the victims and survivors of rape are targets. Exactly. I think that's an issue. But I think jokes that are about, like, yeah, about how fucked up rape is yes. and about, like, the culture of fear and just all the stuff, that I think is funny. And I'm it's, like, the way I feel with, like, racist jokes. Like, jokes that are about, like, racism being completely ridiculous and terrible right. are really funny to me. But, like, jokes that are like, haha, black people are stupid are not funny. Not to funny, me. yeah. It's all, it's all about the power in this. What situation. about the jokes about black men having giant penises and, and white men and women live in fear of them at all times? Because that's basically was the raison d'etre of Hustler magazine for 10 years. I actually did. I did. Um, my, the one time I did a stand up set, it was this, like, five minute set. And the beginning was just this whole thing about how it's way more. For me, it's just like way more stressful to get a dude naked than a woman because you don't know uh, what penis is going to look like. And the punchline of the joke was that racism is a really terrible way to guess what a dick (laughs) dick is going to look like. So many sad little surprises waiting for you. (laughs) I have have been with... um, African-American men with completely Caucasian penises, Yes, by the way. I've been with uh, black women with enormous dicks. Yes. <laughs> and I think next week we'll talk about the, the wonder of the Jewcock. But we're going oh, yes, to save, save that for next week because, as usual, this is the fastest half hour on the Internet today. But before we go, Lux, tell us again where you're going to be, where we can see uh, your big boner. This Wednesday <laughs> at Union Hall at 8 p.m. Doors open at 7.30. I can't wait to see you there. And once again, the Funny Film Festival, where we can New find York you. New York Funny Songs Festival. It's May 29th, 30th, and 30th. First, we're going to be in Manhattan on Friday, on in Queens on Thursday, and Brooklyn on Saturday. And you can find out more at nyfunnysongs.com and get tickets there. Awesome. All the shows are ten bucks in advance and twelve dollars at the door, and no fee. Thanks to our sponsor at ptix.com. Awesome, but most importantly, where can I get my kitten selfie? Uh, the kitten selfie two thirty four North Eleventh <laughs> Williamsburg, Judy Judy at gmail.com If you have any questions, Micah, where can we find you? At Prof Dork on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, at Jessica Delfino on Twitter. Well, that's a whole lot of information. Jessica, will you at play Lung one Lung more Lung song Trump. for us? 
Was you I play, play, you one more? play one more for us on our way out? Do you want me to play one more? All we right. would love oh, it more. put our guitar away. We would love it more than anything okay, else, but... This song is called um, Raping is Not Funny. Uh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. That's not what the song's called. This song is um, actually called... This is a song that Micah's song inspired me, uh, inspired me to play. And it goes like this. All right. See you guys next week in Arts and Seizure one more time. Take us away. Brooklyn! Two, three, four. You should go to sleep right now. You should go to sleep right now. Close your eyes and rest your head. And I'll tuck your body into bed. Be glad that you are young right now. Because it just gets worse from here. You will encounter disappointment at every stage of your life, I promise you. And most of your dreams will not come true. Though people try to tell you they do, they're liars. I promise life will be full of awkward confrontations. And you'll get stuck in 10,000 awful conversations. You'll be late to an important meeting. And someday you will get in a fight and end up bleeding. Someone you love will not love you back. And you will never, never win the lottery. You will feel emotions such as anger, pain, and sadness over and over. And listen to me, you will probably get into at least one car accident. And you will make foes, that means enemies. You will lose close friends and relatives to cancer and other horrible, unpredictable scenarios. And then you will die, cause everybody dies. Life is but a fleeting string of sorrow But don't think about that right now Just close your eyes and think about angels and rainbows You should go to sleep right now You should go to sleep right now And remember, even though you were an accident that almost ruined mommy's life Mommy loves you most of the time Thanks for listening to this program on HeritageRadioNetwork.org. You can find all of our archived programs on our website or as podcasts in the iTunes store by searching Heritage Radio Network. You can like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at Heritage underscore Radio. You can email us questions at any time at info at HeritageRadioNetwork.org. Heritage Radio Network is a nonprofit organization. To donate and become a member, visit our website today. Thanks for listening.